So 24 hours ago, things seemed extremely grim at the climate talks in Copenhagen. The talks were bogged down in procedural wrangling, uh, disputes between the developed and developing countries. Everything looked uh, very dark in terms of hopes of an agreement. 24 hours on from that, things are looking a lot more cheerful. Um, talks have started again. There's a lot of work now going on, and uh, certainly there is some progress being made. I think it is now definitely possible that a deal can be done on Friday. Whether it will be done or not, I think very much still hangs in the balance, but certainly uh, things are moving forward. That's true for a few reasons. One is the offer by the United States to join in a joint effort by all the developed countries to pay $100 billion a year in 2020, sort of ramping up to that and possibly even rising beyond $100 billion after 2020. This will be a fund paid by developed countries to developing countries in order to help them cope uh, with the effects of climate change and to cut their emissions. And that's an idea which the European Union has backed for a while, but now we're seeing the U.S. coming on board with that. So that's a very significant signal to developing countries that if they walk away from this deal, if they don't sign up to something tomorrow in Copenhagen, then they're not going to get that money. And so that has a very significant downside for them. Another issue where there's been clear progress, I think, although it's a slightly more technical point, but this issue of kind of verifying a deal, how you make sure that if countries say they're going to do things to cut their emissions, they actually do do them. And this is particularly a big problem in the case of China. And it's something that's worried the United States a very great deal that when uh, China may say oh, we'll be curbing the growth in our emissions, they don't actually take the actions necessary to do that. So that's been a real sticking point for the U.S., and the U.S. still says without that kind of what they call the transparency from China, a deal won't get done. But China's been talking today, and they've been talking in quite clear terms. They say we're very happy to have transparency. Now they have their own particular definition of what that transparency means, and they say they don't want any kind of intrusion into China that would interfere with their national sovereignty, but they say they are very happy to discuss and debate their reporting with uh, outsiders, with international bodies and so on, in order to kind of show people that they really are doing what they say they're doing. And they also make it very clear that anything they do will be binding under Chinese law. And so if there are companies, for instance, that say they're cutting their emissions and don't actually cut them, they will face sanctions under Chinese law. And the Chinese are then saying, this is the proof, this is the guarantee that, the rest of, that we can offer to the rest of the world to say we are being transparent, we are being open, and we are curbing our emissions the way we said we would, and so that should remove that obstacle to a deal. Now, as I say, it's still not done yet. There are still issues that need to be resolved. There is still the big question, in a sense, the, the question that the whole summit is, is about, which is greenhouse gas emissions. And still, if you, kind of, if you add up all the greenhouse gas emission reductions that countries are pledged to, they still don't really add up to enough, according to most scientists, to get you to the level where uh, you would think that you would keep global warming within acceptable levels. So there is still a problem there. There is still a gap to be bridged. But a lot of progress has been made. A deal is definitely possible. And, of course, uh, President Barack Obama arrives here in uh, Copenhagen on Friday, and it looks quite possible that he will be able to find a deal. Now, still, there are things that can go wrong. There are various kind of plan Bs being talked about. There is uh, one plan which would involve just the major countries signing up to a deal. There's another plan which would involve kicking things off maybe for just another six months and saying we will have to talk a little bit more, there will have to be more negotiations, but we will absolutely definitely conclude the deal in six months from now, though whether that will have much credibility, I'm not quite sure. So there are possible fallback options, but I think now as we stand on Thursday night, 
everyone is working towards the expectation that a deal can be done. Perhaps not uh, on Friday, probably into the small hours of Saturday morning by the time the final agreement is reached, but it definitely does seem to be heading in that direction. This is Ed Crooks for the Financial Times in Copenhagen.